You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. everyone. So following on from the last two podcasts in this mini series, where we looked at signs that your boss might be trying to manage you out of your job by treating you in an unfair and bullying way. This week, we take a quick look at what you can do if you find yourself facing this situation. Not every worker belongs to a protected characteristic group, such as the worker in the example that we used last week, where pregnancy was used to manage a worker out of her job. And that worker was able to take her employer to a tribunal because of pregnancy discrimination. Not every worker enjoys that level of protection. So in this episode, we'll look at what else you can do in the face of this type of treatment. Before we look at this... Let's have a quick recap of some of the signs or things that might happen that might be telling you that your boss wants rid of you. So you might see all the best assignments going to others, whereas they would have come to you in the past. You might find that you're left out in the cold when it comes to professional and career development opportunities. You might find your boss or your colleagues avoiding you or your boss starts to micromanage you and starts documenting everything that you're doing and may even assign a junior member of staff to put pressure on you and your work. You might find yourself being excluded from meetings and conversations or that you're blocked from speaking to certain people or you find the company making plans that don't include you. These are just some of the behaviours you might experience from a manager or a company that wants you out of your job. And what these behaviours are intended to signify is that things have changed. What you thought you knew has suddenly changed and you're not likely to know the reasons why. So if this is you or you recognise some of the examples as things that have started happening to you, what can you do about it? The first point to make here is that you shouldn't blame yourself. Sometimes this behaviour is intended to encourage you to question yourself, particularly if something minor has happened at work and you're now thinking that perhaps if you had just let the incident pass, these other things wouldn't be happening to you. Instead, it's good to remember that even if you were involved in an incident, if that means that people are not happy with you, there is a way to deal with this. And that way isn't to make someone feel like they no longer have a place in the business, which is a very unprofessional thing to do. And once this behaviour takes shape, Whatever it is you think you may have done to contribute to the situation, well, that washes away and is outweighed by the unprofessional behaviour and treatment being used against you. So instead of blaming yourself or questioning the actions that you should or shouldn't have taken, it's a good idea to remind yourself that it isn't you. 
and to review all the ways you have been an asset to the business whilst in your job. This will be useful for you if you are someone with a degree of resilience and your response to the treatment is to dig in. Your review of your contribution to the company will help you to see that you have played your part in the success of the business or of your team and therefore you have nothing to be worried about. You should also be thinking that you cannot be responsible for the behaviour of others and that if they want to move you out of the business, well it's their move and once your resilience is plugged in, Wait for the situation to pass. The second point to make is that if doing nothing and riding it out is your preferred approach, you can bolster your feelings of positivity by making your time away from the job much more enjoyable. Spending time outside work with your loved ones or doing the things you enjoy will certainly make the experience of plugging away in a tense or hostile working environment, it makes those experiences much more manageable. When you hate your job or people at work are trying to make your life a misery, there's much to be gained from really enjoying your time away from work, so it's important to push yourself to do this so you come back to work feeling invigorated, supported and ready to fight your way through another week. The third point to make is to really invest in not rising to the treatment you are receiving because when you don't rise to the behaviour, it will mean that if someone wants you out of the business, they will have to make a move to show their intentions. But if that move breaches the terms and conditions of your employment contract, you have your employment rights on your side and you are entitled to use your employment rights to protect yourself at work. The first protection step you can take could be to request a meeting with your manager. Asking for a meeting like this doesn't cost you anything and it might go some way towards trying to open lines of communication to help you clarify where there is a problem with you. And if there is a problem with you, then you can clarify what you can do differently to improve workplace relationships. The meeting could also help to clarify whether there is a totally different reason your boss is behaving negatively towards you. And you could also find out from the meeting that your boss's behaviour is happening but it has nothing to do with you and your boss was unaware that their behaviour was affecting you. You can't possibly know your boss's intentions or reasons for their behaviour. So this type of meeting is a positive step to try and clear the air and get some clarity about the environment you are being exposed to. The second protective step you can take should the clear the air meeting not work or not be the best step for you to take. Then the next step could be for you to ask for a more formal meeting with a manager who should be someone above the person and more senior to the manager who is leading the bullying or negative treatment against you. Now, this is a similar type of meeting you would have had with your manager, except you are asking someone in a more senior position to your manager to help you to get the clarity you need. 
at the point of that meeting, you would likely be saying that you are asking for help to mediate between you and your manager and a more senior manager would have the authority to make this happen. And that's why this type of meeting can be really useful in helping to resolve the difficulties that you may be facing. And remember, if the next manager above your manager is also colluding with the treatment you're receiving, then go to the manager above that person or go to a manager in a different department. Your employment rights entitle you to take that action. The third protection step you can take, should either of these meetings not be suitable or should the meetings not work, the next stage is to file a grievance against the people who are bullying you or trying to get you out of the company. You will need a copy of your company's grievance procedures to help you do this because the procedures will set out the steps you need to take to lodge your grievance and have that grievance investigated because what you're really doing is lodging a complaint. Once you lodge that complaint or grievance, the company then needs to investigate your complaint. And if this isn't done properly, this could be seen as a potential breach of your employment rights. And once that happens, you then need to consider whether you need to lodge a complaint with an employment tribunal to have the courts review your complaint. If your managers won't respond to you, they will have to respond to a tribunal and any failure to respond could result in the tribunal taking action against your employer. And the fourth and final point to make is that if you don't want the fight of trying to get answers to the attempts to move you out of your job, it is a really positive and protective step to take to decide to move on. You don't go to work to be abused and when you use your power to act in your own best interests and find yourself another job where you won't be abused, you are sending a powerful message to yourself and to everyone else in your immediate circle at work that you are not willing to sit around and be someone else's victim. Now it's understood that getting another job is not an easy thing to do. But if you plan your exit, don't tell anyone what you are planning to do and set up where you are going before you leave. That at least gives you an opportunity to play your cards close to your chest whilst you set yourself up in another job. Now, obviously, your employer will eventually find out because you are going to have to ask the company and maybe even that manager for a reference. And so you will have to disclose that you are moving to your manager if you need that reference. So if you feel yourself being edged out of your job or the company, try not to turn someone else's bad behaviour in on yourself. Instead, consider taking steps to protect yourself and strengthen your position in this situation. Whatever happens, it is better than doing nothing. And that's it for this week. Remember, if you like what we are doing, you can like, share and subscribe to our podcast. And also, 
leave us a review on iTunes so others can get to see the podcast. We would really appreciate this. To leave a review, just click the Apple podcast link and leave your review through your iTunes account. This would really help us to make our podcast more visible. You can also use our social media links on our podcast website to make contact with us. As usual, there are links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this episode where you can get some helpful documents to support you to make your grievance. Until next week, thanks for listening and have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.